Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Don Lemon, Alec Baldwin, Gun and Roses, Ryan Seacrest, Richard Belzer, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, stiletto like the shoe, F-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a rainy 40 degrees. Uh, before I can start with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for supporting and hanging out with me and listening and just joining me every Wednesday afternoon. So, how has everybody been? How your week been so far? Uh, this week we're going to have a lot to talk about. This week we're going to be talking about a CNN um, anchor, uh, Don Lemon. Uh, he had made some controversial comments about women and their age, and now he's uh, apologizing for it. Um, there was some talk that uh, he had to go off the air a little bit, but uh, I'll tell you what he said. Also this week we're going to be talking about Mr. Alec Baldwin. He will no longer be facing years in prison over the death of Russian photographer Alina Hutchins after the prosecutors dropped the firearm enhancement charge. Tell you more about it. Gun and Roses is hitting the road this summer. I'll tell you where 
you can get your tickets. Also this week, uh, Ryan Seacrest is quitting live with Kelly and Ryan. For after almost six years, he's going to be replaced by Kelly Ripper's husband, Mark Consuelo. Uh, also, we just lost a, a television icon, Richard Belzer. Uh, he started his career as a stand-up comedian before he became a household name for his role as Detective John Munch in Homicide, Life on the Street, and Lord and Order, SVU. Uh, also, um, I hear that uh, our favorite teenagers from Beverly Hills 90210 is reuniting in a major way at the second annual uh, 90s con. I'll tell you where it's going to be. And the Roots are getting ready to participate in a picnic festival. Uh, They're returning to their hometown of Philadelphia this spring with some biggest names in the industry. And that's just the beginning of the show. So how has everybody been? Uh, You know, this is February. It's Black History Month. This is the last week in February. And this week, um, I'm going to be shining the spotlight on Miss Gladys West. She is a inventor of the GPS. That's that's right, GPS. So I'll tell you more about her uh, about 15 minutes after the hour. Um, Also, I just wanted to uh, piggyback, well, I should go back to uh, some of the celebrities that we lost last week. Uh, last week we lost um, we lost Raquel Welch. Uh, you know, she was an American actress and model. She passed away at 82 uh, last Wednesday. We wasn't here on the air. Uh, her manager had confirmed her death and said that she had passed away uh, peacefully after a brief illness. Uh, Welch was considered an international sex symbol in the 1960s, and she was widely remembered for that deerskin bikini from the film One Million Years B.C. in 1966. And she also was an entrepreneur. She had a a, a very successful wig line. So uh, she's going to be greatly missed. Also, we lost uh, De La Soul Trugoy, the dove. He passed away at 54 from the hit group, the group De La Soul, and Burt Bacharach, the debonair post—I'm sorry, the debonair pop composer, arranger, conductor, record producer, and occasional singer, whose hit songs in the 1960s distilled that decade mood of romantic optimism. He died last Wednesday at his home in Los Angeles, and he was 94 years old. So we lost some great. Um, People last week, uh, so we're gonna we 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 our condolences go out to their uh, friends and family. But the, let's get, begin. Um, if you haven't heard about um, CNN CNN broadcaster Don Lemon, um, he said that he is uh, learning before he returns to his uh, morning show. Uh, for the first time since receiving backlash for remarks about the uh, presidential candidate Nikki Haley. Uh, Lemon's appearance on CNN this morning came nearly a week after he said that Haley, a Republican candidate, isn't in, in, in her prime at age 51. Now, Lemon tweeted 25 minutes before his return to air. He said, quote, I appreciate the opportunity to be back on CNN this morning, today. To my network, my colleagues, and our incredible audience, I'm sorry. I heard you. I'm hearing from you, and I'm committed to doing better. See you soon, unquote. Now, Lemon, who's now 56, didn't address the controversy at the top of Wednesday's episode. He made the remark 
on last Thursday's show uh, during a discussion about Haley's support of mental uh, competency tests for uh, politicians over 75. Now, Lemon said, um, citing Google search results, he said, it said, quote, a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, and maybe her 40s, unquote. Now, Lemon issued an apology later that day saying he he's, he regretted his inartful and irrelevant comment. A woman age doesn't define her either personally or professionally. Lemon tweeted at the time, I have countless women in my life who prove that prove that every day. Unquote. Now, on Tuesday, CNN announced that Lemon would undergo formal training and return to the morning show. Uh, Lemon, who is a graduate from Brooklyn College, began with CNN in 2006. Uh, this is very interesting. And um, coming from um, a man who um, who's uh, uh, gay, and it just doesn't matter whether you're gay, straight, whatever, that's that sexist, um, chauvinistic attitude that women all across the country and the world always hear about, that when a woman reaches a certain age, she's over the hill, she's no good. And uh, it's so funny because uh, I had a conversation uh, a couple of years ago with some of my family members where they had this same kind of belief that, you know, that women, when they reach a certain age, that's it. Uh, as far as dating, say you've been divorced or you know your husband passed away and you're trying to get into the dating scene, that if you're a certain age, 50 and above, you cannot attract uh, men. You, men are not going to find you attractive. And it was a heated debate because I said, you know, you know, it's funny because men, when they reach when they're middle age or whatever, older, uh, they have no problem dating women that are 10, 15, 20 years older, but it's almost always a stigma when women the same age date younger men. Um, and that, that men don't find these women attractive, after, that they're no good. They, they reach their prime, just like Don said, and after a certain age, that's it. You're through. You're done. You're over with. And that is so further from the truth. So I was really surprised that he said something like that. But um, And thanks to his colleagues who happen to be women, and that's the crazy part, most of his colleagues that sit at the desk with him are women. So you know they went in. They're like, what, what does that mean? What what that mean? So men, be careful because Women just get get better. You know that old cliche. You, you get uh, it's like fine wine. It gets better with time. That's how women are. We get better when we age. We're more beautiful when we're age. We're more confident when we age. We're more wiser when we age. So that whole notion that we're through, we're done. That is that is so further from the truth. And I'm glad that. Um, Mr. Lemon realized that. Uh, Alan Baldwin will no longer uh, be facing years in prison over the death of Russ cinematographer Helena Hutchins after prosecutors dropped the firearm enhancement charge originally brought against the actor-producer. 
had Baldwin been convicted of the involuntary manslaughter and firearm enhancement charges, he would have faced a mandatory five years in jail. He still faces a charge of involuntary manslaughter for the shooting. That crime would carry a lesser sentence of 18 months if convicted. The amendment complaint was filed late Friday. Now, the charge was also dropped against former Russ Armourer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who faces the same involuntary manslaughter charge as Baldwin. Now, Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed were were, uh, previously charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection to Helena's death on January 31st. The actor is also facing another civil lawsuit from Helena's parents and sister. Uh, Russ is officially set to resume production in the spring over one year after Hutchins was killed in on uh in, on uh October twenty twenty one on set on the onset shooting. Now Russ movie productions announced that director Joel Souza, who was injured in the shooting, is among at least four original crew members on the production who will return to complete the film. A press release states that Hutchins widower uh, Matthew will join the production as an executive producer alongside Academy Award-nominated producer Grant Hill from The Thin Red Line. Baldwin will also return to star. Guns N' Roses is hitting the road. The Rockers will embark on a lengthy tour in June that will see them play nearly 40 dates across stadiums, arenas, and festivals around the world. The band, which includes Axl Rose, Duff uh, McKagan, and Slash will kick things off in Tel Aviv, Israel on June 5th before heading to Europe for 15 concerts. And on August 5th, the November Rain Rockers will head back to North America for 22 more days before rapping in Vancouver on October 16th. Now, the band last hit North America in 2021. On it, uh, they said that they're effing back. No, they said they're, we're effing back tour. Uh, for longtime fans, the end of each show will look a bit different as Rose announced in December that he will no longer throw his microphone into the crowd after a fan claimed the move injured her. Pre-sale tickets for the tour will be available today, Wednesday, while the general on-sale begins Friday, this Friday at 10 a.m. local time at GunsNRoses.com. And Ryan Seacrest is quitting live with Kelly and Ryan after almost six years, and he will be replaced by Kelly Ripper's husband, Marcus Swellos. Breaking the bittersweet news early into Thursday, Friday 16th episode of the long-running morning show, the 48-year-old presenter explained it had been a tough, tough decision to make, but he plans to focus on his commitment to hosting American Idol. And while Mark will be taking over as regular presenter, Ryan promised he will return to guest host and fill in at times. Uh, in a statement, Ryan praised working with Kelly as a as a career highlight. Meanwhile, Kelly, who joined live in places uh, in place of uh, Kathy Lee Guilford in 2001, teaming up with Regis Philbin for 10 years, and then Michael Strahan from 2012 to 2016 paid tribute to her dear friend. She said, quote, I'm so grateful to have spent the last six years beside my dear friend of too many decades to count and will miss starting my day with Ryan. Ryan's energy, passion, love for entertainment is one of a kind, unquote. Now, Mark has previously filled in for Ryan on a number of occasions, but Kelly, the mother of his children, Mark, Lola, and Jaquan, 
uh, had previously joked it was weird sharing the screen with the Riverdale star. Right now, we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you check us out on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Well, February is Black History Month, and uh, this is the last week in February. So this week we're going to be spotlighting on Miss Gladys West. She is the inventor of GPS. That's right. Um, it's likely that Gladys West probably helped you arrive at your last destination safety and on time thanks to one of the true marvels of our age, the global position system, better known as GB, GPS. Known for decades in her field as the mathematician who created the first geodetic model of the Earth, Rest uh, wrote the mathematical equation that permits satellites to provide continuous updates and accurate location data for any object in the world. Now, for Black History Month, uh, it provides an intriguing biographical profile of West. Uh, along with some other unsung black Americans who pursue careers in the fields of science, technology, engineer, and mathematics. Now, uh, Gladys West, she was born in Sutherland, Virginia. She graduated as a valid Victorian at her segregated high school in 1948, and she entered Virginia State College, a historical black college, where she majored in mathematics. Um, she... Abandoning low-paying work as a school teacher, she returned to Virginia State to earn her master's degree. And in 1956, she landed a prize job as a civilian employee of the U.S. military at the Naval Surface Warfare Center in Virginia. She was one of four black Americans working at the Dahlgren Division. One of others was Ira West, her future husband. Uh, Gladys West was one of the mathematicians who wrote the program run by enormous mainframe computers at the Dahlgren Division at its uh, Naval uh, Weapons Laboratory in Dahlgren, Virginia. Her work involved writing the equations used to program room-sized computers into triangulating the distance between observational satellite and the Earth's surface. The rapid technology game made during the 1970s and 80s in computer processing power and aerospace hardware enabled the launch of the U.S. Department of Defense GPS in the 1980s. And in 1996, the U.S. government made GPS technology available for private sector companies. And over the next decade, GPS devices became a popular consumer electronic product installed first as standalone uh, navigational devices on automotive dashboards and then incorporated into automobile manufacturing process in many makes and models. Um, she, she, you know, she is still alive. She's actually 92 years young, 
And uh, when she retired in 1998 after 42 years with the U.S. Uh, Navy Dahlgren Division facility, and in 2018 she was inducted in the Space and Missile, Missile uh, Pioneer Hall of Fame of the U.S. Air Force. Uh, she uh, did like a, a brief update where she sent her sister of the historical black sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha about her career results and the abundance of news articles paying tribute to her status as one of the hidden figures involved in the U.S. space race. So, congr- you know, we want to celebrate Miss uh, Gladys West as the inventor of the GPS, and that's our uh, black history uh, moment. Uh, right now we have here uh, 20 minutes after the hour. Uh, you know, this week um, is a very interesting week because, you know, as we mark the as Black History Month is coming to a, a countdown, uh, this we, we're, we're really recognizing all these uh, innovators and contributors and, and, and inventors where uh, African Americans have made our world a difference and have made our world a better place because we're never taught these things. And I know in American schools, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not it's not taught in Europe. So it's it's good that we recognize and remember these people that were so were never talked about, and that these are why here in the United States they want to put a ban on critical race theory because. They feel that black American history is not American history. But, again, what I say, farther from the truth, because black history is every day. So we just want to be aware. Um, you know, we was talking about the celebrities that we lost last week. Well, we also lost another great uh, TV icon, uh, Richard Belzer, um, he he started his career as a stand-up comedian before he became a household name for his role as Detective John Munch in Homicide, Life on the Street, and Law and Order SVU. He died Sunday in France. Uh, he was 78. Uh, Belzer's death was reported through a tribute by actor Henry Winkler, who we all know as the Fonz. The two were cousins. Now, Belzer bowed out as a series regular on SVU in October 2013 after 230-plus episodes. Now, Belzer, well-traveled Munch, a detective in the NYPD Special Victims Unit, transitioned to a role as an investigator with the District Attorney's Office in the October 16, 2013 episode of SVU. Uh, the gangly actor became synonymous with the with his uh, quirky gun shoe, who began as a character created by Tom Fontana and Barry Levinson for NBC's Homicide: Life of the Street in 1993. And after Homicide, he wrapped it wrapped its run uh, at the end of the 98-99 season. The character immediately segued to SVU in its first season. And the character had already done guest appearances on Law and Order in 1996 and 1997. And over the course of SVU's run, uh, Munch was uh, elevated from detective to sergeant. And in a May of 2014 episode of SVU, Munch returned to help Amaro, played by Danny Pino, after he is arrested. Uh, the Munch character has appeared in more TV series than any other fictional character, nine or five Deadworth since the character debut in 1993. 
and with Munch retirement in the Detectives 22nd season on television, the character was on U.S. television longer than Gunsmoke Marshall Matt Dillon or Fraser Crane from Cheers and Fraser, each of whom appeared on TV for 20 seasons. Uh, Belzer did guest appearance as Munch on a range of other shows from comedies like Third Rock from the Sun, Arrested Development, and 30 Rock to HBO The Wire, Fox The X-Files, and UPN The Beat. So we're going to be remembering Richard Belzer. Uh, it's time to take a trip back to everyone's favorite zip code. People uh, Magazine uh, did a exclusively reveal that the cast of Beverly Hill 90210 is reunited in a major way at the second annual 90s con. Uh, Jenny Garth, Tori Spelling, and um, Ian Ziering are confirmed to participate. It is uncertain whether fellow series alum Jason Priestley, Brian Austin Green, and Gabrielle Kateris will also join the reunion, but it was previously announced that Shannon Doherty would be on safe on site as a panelist for the official charm reunion. Garb Spelling and Zyron will also be available for photo ops and autographs at the con on uh, Saturday and Sunday, March 18 and 19. A 90 con is taking place on the Connecticut Convention Center March 17 to the 19th. Previously, that's for entertainment. The event organizer announced a number of other major cash reunions occurring at the convention, including Full House, All That, and Clueless. Beverly Hill 90210 aired on Fox from 1990 to 2000 for 10 seasons. Tiffany Dyson and Lou Perry, who died in March of 2018, were also a, a part of the original series. There were several spinoffs, including Melrose Place and The Heights. There was also a 90210 reboot series featuring some of the original cast members that aired on the CW between 2008 and 2013. Additionally, the short-lived revival, Beverly Hills 90210, aired in 2019. And over the years, the castmates stayed friendly, and they reunited several times. Presley, Zyron, and Green were photographed together in 2021 while gathering for lunch in Los Angeles. And Garth and Spelling have remained the closest of the bunch, even launching their own 90210 Inspire Home Decor line. The second annual 90s Con will take place March 17th to the 19th at the Connecticut Convention Center. And the Roots Picnic Festival is returning to Philadelphia this spring, and with this one of the biggest names in the industry. It was recently announced that Lauren Hill, Diddy, and the Roots, Lil Uzi Vert, and Dave Chappelle will headline the Live Nation Entertainment event held June 2nd to the 4th at both the Mann Center for the Performing Arts and Wells Fargo Center. The festival advertised as a three days of black culture, music, comedy, and podcasts in one of the most beautiful cities in the world will kick off with a stand-up performance from Chappelle and live music from the Grammy-winning band and organizers, The Roots, on June 2nd. The weekend event, which coincides with hip-hop's 50th birthday or anniversary, also includes a lineup of performances from E, Buster Rhymes, the Isley Brothers, Roy Ayer, uh, Maverick City, Kendrick, the Family Soul, Ari, uh, Ari Lennox, Lucky Day, Glorilla, Sid, and Coco Jones, among others. Charlemagne the God and DJ uh, Academic are slated to headline the podcast stage. 
The festival will be extra special for Hill with the upcoming 25th anniversary of her Grammy Award-winning solo album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Tickets can be purchased through the Roots Picnic website. Tickets to Chappelle Well Fargo Center show, So Separate, goes on sale this to date. It started at 10 a.m. on uh, at the uh, venue uh, website. Uh, right now we have here uh, 27 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about the Latin Grammy Awards this year. They're getting ready to make history, and I'll tell you where they're making history, and it's not where you think. Also, uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr apparently coming together for a new Rolling Stone album. I'll tell you more about it. And Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe may have gotten off to a rocky start, but Ant-Man is bigger than ever at the box office. And just days after Warner Brothers announced the cancellation of Judge Mathis after 24th season, uh, he has scooped up the service of Judge Greg Mathis to hold a new first-run one-hour strip for the fall of 2023. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. I need a little, 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 little
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was some new music from Sam Smith. You got another hit on your hand, Sam, and I'm not here to make friends. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about the Latin Grammy Awards. They're getting ready to set to make history with a ceremony in Spain. That's right. The 2023 edition of the award show will take place in Andalusia. The region's president uh, announced Wednesday, marking the first time the Latin Grammys will appear outside the U.S. President Juan Manuel Moreno said that the ceremony will reach an audience of 100 million people and is one of several events Andalusia will host through 2025 through an agreement with the Latin Recording Academy. The Latin Grammys, which celebrate achievement in Latin music, debuted in 2000 and have frequently been held in Las Vegas, including in each of the past two years. The show has also taken place in New York, Miami, Houston, and Los Angeles. Last November, ceremony saw Spanish artist Rosalia with, uh, win Album of the Year and uh, beating Bad Bunny, uh, Mark Anthony, Christina Aguilera, and others. The 30-year-old Rosalia, who is from the Barcelona area, also won Album of the Year in 2019. Now, Jorge Drexler and C. Tangana, they won 2022 Song and Record of the Year for their collaboration, uh, Tocate, while uh, Silvana Estrada and Angela Alvarez were both named Best New Artist, Bad Bunny, Aguilera, and Anthony also won honors at last year's show. Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr will apparently come together on the new Rolling Stone album. The two surviving Beatles have reportedly recorded parts on the new Stone album, which will be produced by Grammy-winning producer Andrew Watt. Multiple sources told Variety that Starr has played drums on the new album, while McCartney has recorded bass for certain tracks. 
Now, according to the sources, recording sessions went ahead in Los Angeles with the album almost ready to be mixed. The new Rolling Stone album is yet to be announced, but the band has given several clues that a record is in the works. The band guitarist Keith Richards said there are uh, there's some new music on its way. Uh, this was on his Instagram post in January. This would not be the first time the Beatles and the Rolling Stones had crossed over. The Stones' first hit record was actually a cover of the Beatles' song, I Want to Be Your Man. Lennon and McCartney later sang backing vocals on the Stones' song, We Love You. The new Stones record is also reportedly set to include drumming parts from the late drummer Charlie Watts, who died in 2021 at the age of 80. Richards appeared to confirm in a Los Angeles Times interview that Watts had recorded parts on the record before he died, saying, quote, you haven't heard the last of Charlie Watts, unquote. Now, Watts has now been replaced by the band's long-term collaborator, Steve Jordan. Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe may have gotten off to a rocky start, but Ant-Man is bigger than ever at the box office. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania opened with $104 million in domestic ticket sales, according to studio estimates on Sunday, easily surpassing the box office debut at the previous two Ant-Man films. The Walt Disney Company... Quantumania added another $121.3 million overseas to give the Pint Side Hero a $225 million global launch. It's easily the largest opening of the year so far, and Quantumania did so despite and uh, a typical poor reception for the 31st MCU film. Now, Quantumania starring Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp, and Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror sits at 48% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, making it the only MCU film to rank as rotten besides The Eternals. Now, audiences also were thrilled with Quantumania giving it a B-Cinema score. The Eternals is the only other MCU film to receive a cinema score that low. And those scores will pose the biggest concern for Marvel as it continues to unroll Phase 5 of the MCU following mixed reviews for the post, Avengers, Eternals, uh, Phase 4 of the comic book franchise. Up next is Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 in May. But good reviews or not, theaters hope that Quantumania, the first blockbuster of the year, is a sign of things to come. And after the turmoil of the past three years, there are some 30 more wide releases planned for 2023. The first Ant-Man launched with $57.2 million domestically in 2015, the smallest opening from, for any movie in the MCU. It ultimately earned $519.3 million worldwide. Its sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp, debuted three years later with $75.8 million and went to collect $622.7 million globally. And just days after Warner Brothers announced the cancellation of Judge Masters after 24 seasons, Byron Allen, Allen Media Group, has scooped up the services of Judge Greg Masters to host a new uh, first-run one-hour strip for fall of 2023. Mathis Court with Judge Mathis has given a firm go by Allen Media Group, which is now pitching the show for broadcast, cable, and distribution platforms. In addition to broadcast syndication, the show will join Allen Media Group eight court series are carried on its television network, Justice Central, available in more than 50 million U.S. homes. 
Allen Media Group America Court with Judge Ross, which premiered in the fall of 2010, as well as Justice for All with Judge Christina Perez, Justice with Judge Maybelline, and Supreme Justice with Judge Karen, The Verdict with Judge Hatchet, We the People with Judge Lauren Lake, and Equal Justice with Judge Ebony K. Williams. Equal Justice also premiered in the fall of 2023. Judge Masters won the Daytime Emmy in 2018 for Outstanding Legal Courtroom Program as well as the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding News and Talk or Information Series in 2004. Judge Greg Mathis, a former judge of Michigan 36th District Court, is the longest-running black male host on television and the second-longest-reigning arbitrator in courtroom TV history behind Judge Judy, uh, star Judith uh, Shineland. So that's black history right there. <laughs> a queen of hip-hop soul, Mary J. Blige, will be showing fans another side of her this March as she launches her new BET show, The Wind Down. To kick off the first two episodes, Blige will be joined by her famous friends, including 50 Cent, Young Miami, and Taraji P. Henson for candid, in-depth discussions. As she's seen in the 30-second clip, hugging and laughing with 50 Cent, listening to Young Miami, and cackling with Taraji, the Grammy-winning songstress will be conversing about longevity in the music biz, relationship, and everything in between. The show premiere announcement follows the Good Morning Gorgeous Crooner's sixth Grammy nomination this year, which includes Album of the Year and Record of the Year for the Tyler track. Mary also is nominated twice this year at the 54th NAACP Image Award airing on Saturday, February 25th, ahead of playing her beloved character Monet Tejada in Power Book 2, Ghost Season 3, premiering on March 17th. BET The Wind Down with Mary J. Black will air on March 1st and March 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern on BET and BET Her. And Yellowstone star Kevin Costner has weighed in on rumors that he's difficult to work with on the set uh, of the Paramount Network series. Through his attorney, Marty Singer, the actor shut down the claim as he dubbed it ridiculous. A rep for Paramount also shared a brief statement in response to the rumors, stating that Kevin has been a key component for the success of their Yellowstone series and that they hope that continuing from here on out. The statement arrived after he was reported that that season five of Yellowstone might be its last due to a behind-the-scenes dispute regarding the leading man. The Oscar winner star originally allocated himself 65 days to film the first part of the show's current fifth season, but he changed his mind and wanted to film for 50 days only. At the cast, uh, at, no, as the uh, cast is currently shooting the second half of the episode, the actor allegedly wanted to limit it to just one week of shooting on the remaining eight episodes of season five. It was also said that Kevin's request uh, caused a rift with not only series creator Taylor Sheridan, but also his other co-stars. Kevin's filming schedule allegedly was a source of frustration for Taylor. It also caused a morale problem with his co-stars, who he uh, include um, Luke Grimes, Kelly Riley, Wes Bentley, Cole Hauser, Kelsey Aspill, and Gil Birmingham. Paramount Network reportedly calling Kevin's alleged one-week-only work proposal. 
uh, previous report also noted that the network was planning to launch a new spinoff of Yellowstone starring Matthew McConaughey. According to the report, the alleged planned show is set to air on the linear, linear uh, cable channel Paramount Network and then stream exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Right now we have here 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go uh, anywhere. That was new music from Zara Larson and Can't Tame Her. 
Right now we have 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have responded to a report that they are pursuing legal action against South Park creators over their portrayal in a recent episode of the animated series. In a statement, the royal couple's spokesperson has set the record straight. When asked if the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are suing the Comedy Central show, the spokesperson denied the report. Prior to this, it was said that Harry and Meghan was upset and overwhelmed by how South Park portrayed them in one of its episodes. And according to The Spectator, the former suit star is annoyed by South Park but refused to watch it at all. Titled the, Work, the Worldwide Privacy Tour, the episode was released on Wednesday, February 15, and while it didn't directly name the couple, it followed the Prince and Princess of Canada as they moved to a fictional Colorado town to get out of the press. Jamie Lynn Spence, uh, Spears is uh, bittersweet over the Zoe 101 reboot. The 31-year-old actress, the younger sister of 41-year-old singer Britney Spears, made a name for herself when she starred in the title role of the Nickelodeon comedy drama about life in a boarding school. And on Monday, February 20, she took to social media to tease that the upcoming Zoe 102 follow-up movie to the show would not be possible without the love and support of everyone around her. Jamie Lynn will be joined in the upcoming Paramount Plus movie by former castmates uh, Sean Finn, who played her character friend turned love interest Chase Matthews, as well as Christopher Massey, Aaron Sanders, Matthew Underwood, J- uh, Jack Salvatore Jr., and Abby Wilde, all reprising their role from the mid-2000 series. One former cast member notably absent from the reboot is Alexa Nicholas, who starred as the title character's best friend Nicole Bristow in the first two seasons of the show. News of one the uh, news of the one-off movie comes shortly after she accused Jamie Lynn of bullying her on the set when they were children and claimed that Jamie Lynn even got her world-famous sister to intervene. And after hearing her story, Brittany, who was free from a conservatorship governed by her family in November 2021 and has since become estranged from them, reached out to the former Nickelodeon star via social media to apologize. A female lead Starsky and Hutch reboot is in development. The original action TV series aired between 1975 and 1979, and Fox is now working on a project that will feature two female characters in the title role. Michael Thorne, the president of Fox Entertainment, has revealed to The Hollywood Reporter that he wants to have at least two scripts from writers Sam Skaver and Elizabeth Peterson before making any firm decisions about the production. The re-imaging of the iconic TV series with star Paul Michael Glazer and David Soule in the title role, Starsky and Hutch, will focus on two female detectives called Sasha Starsky and Nicole Hutchison. The duo will seek to solve crimes in Desert City, while they'll also try to discover who sent their dads to prison for a crime they didn't commit. Kanye West will be the subject of a new documentary be, uh, being developed by BBC. According to Deadline, the project is tentatively titled We Need to Talk About Kanye and is set to be hailed from award-winning journalist Mobin Azar. The report claimed that Mobin, who also fronted BBC's Battle for Britney documentary, is starting his investigation at the Yeezy Designers 2024 presidential campaign. The doc will also center on the controversy and fallout surrounding his anti-Semitic comments. Deadline described the documentary unfolding against the backdrop 
of West, a.k.a. Yee's 2024 U.S. election campaign, and at a time when his anti-Semitic ratings and behavior had sparked outrage and a re-evaluation of his place in popular culture, the one-off documentary follows Azar as he attempts to understand the complex journey that led the singer to become one of the most famous and creatively uh, successful artists of his generation. We Need to Talk About Kanye will air on BBC Two and will be distributed by Abacus Media Rights. Additionally, an, uh, an eight-part podcast series titled The Kanye Story from UK uh, producer Forrest Sound will be released alongside the documentary. Uh, Ye reportedly will not participate in the documentary or podcast. The news of the forthcoming documentary and podcast arrived after a project about Ye was put on hold in October of 2022 by MRC Entertainment amid his anti-Semitic remarks. Jeremy uh, Renner is in the shop working on himself as he recovered from a slow plow accident. The 52-year-old actor gave an update on his Disney Plus series renovation and insisted while the project is coming soon, he has been focused on himself lately. Taken to Instagram, he said, quote, we are queuing up now at Disney and Disney Plus to launch this amazing new show. More info to come. Thank you for your patience while I am in the shop now working on me, unquote. The program will give you a glimpse of Jeremy reimagining unique purpose Built, built, built uh, vehicles to meet a community's needs. Last month, it was revealed Jeremy was trying to shield his nephew from injury when he was almost killed by his snowplow. The Marvel star was airlifted to the hospital where he received treatment in the intensive care unit for more than two weeks and underwent at least two surgeries before being allowed home. French Montana couldn't be grateful for his latest achievement. Uh, having become the most streamed African-born artist in history, the unforgettable rapper took to social media to thank his fans for their support. French reached the milestone after his hit single, Unforgettable, featuring Swali, got a diamond certification last year and acquired more than 3 billion streams worldwide as a result. The diamond certification also made the MC the first African-born artist to receive the accolade. The achievement might be a good tool for French to silence his critics. Back in October 2021, a Squid Game meme trolling the rapper's music went viral. The meme joked about how he doesn't have any hit songs on his own. It challenged participants to name five tracks by the uh, Moroccan native that do not include collaboration from other artists. French, however, had offered his clap bag. He named his 14 songs, including Ain't Worry About Nothing, Don't Panic, Famous, Shot Caller, What It Looked Like, and more. Lord and Sting both had to pull the plug on shows in New Zealand following a cyclone Gabrielle. The two singers had decided to put on hold put it on hold and call off their respective concert after the destruction caused by the Category 3 cyclone. The cyclone hit the northern region of the country, North Island, on February 12th and tracked down the east coast with New Zealand declaring a state of emergency for only the third time in its history. Over 5,000 people are still uncontactable uh, uncontractable across the country, while 11 people have been, since been announced dead. Lord was set to perform two back-to-back shows in Hawke Bay, the hardest-hit areas, from March 1st. 
Sting has also been forced to handle his upcoming show at the Mission Estate Winery, which is in Hawk Bay Wine Region. And in a statement from Concern Organizer, it was revealed that the decision was made out of respect to those affected by the devastating impact of Cyclone Gabrielle. Meanwhile, New Zealand native Lord will join artists including Marlon Wayans, L.A.B., and Neil Finn at a special relief concert on Friday, February 24th at the Christchurch Town Hall. All proceeds from the show will go to the Red Cross New Zealand Disaster Fund. Travis Scott has provided his fans with a quick new update on his upcoming album titled Utopia. The sicko mode hitmaker has confirmed that his long-awaited project is on the way. The 30-year-old hitmaker hosted his 2023 Cactus Jack HBCU Classic on Thursday night, February 16th, at the Minute Maid Park in Houston, where he shared a quick update on his long-awaited album. While on the field, Travis was greeted by fans in the crowd who yelled out, Utopia, Utopia, the Houston-born rapper heard them and assured them that the follow-up to 2018 World is coming. The Cactus Jack HBCU Classic include a celebrity softball classic and home run derby. Proceeds from tickets benefited the uh, Wayman Webster Scholarship Fund, which provides financial support to seniors at historical black colleges and universities. Utopia was delayed in the wake of the deadly Astroworld Festival in November 2021, and back in April, Travis teased the project with billboards on I-10 Highway leading to the Coachella Festival in Indio, California. And BTS member Jimin has announced a new solo album called Faith, which is due for release on March 24 via Big Hit Music. News of Jimin's first full-length solo project arrived in a short video clip that revealed the name of the record, which according to a new release, is in reference to Jimin facing himself head-on as he gets ready for his next steps. The announcement also said uh, that special fan activities would be happening throughout the album release week. The pre-order date for the collective begins at 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, February 22nd, which is uh, tonight. The album was first teased by Jimin earlier this month during a Reverse Live broadcast. Now, Jimin previously collaborated with Big Bang member Tae Young for the track Vibe, which marks Jimin's first official release since BTS announced that they were going to take a break from group releases to allow the K-pop singers time to focus on solo ventures. Now, Jimin had previously sung solo on the songs Lie and Serendipity, as well as the song With You from the soundtrack of the TV and uh, drama are blues. Members RM and J Hart Hope are the latest to have already rolled out full length solo albums while Jen released The Astronaut with Coldplay and Dunku teamed with Charlie Puth on the song Left and Right and shared Dreamers during the twenty twenty two a FIFA World Cup opening ceremony. Meanwhile, Sugar won. Uh, Sugar is was the first to announce a solo track that will kick off in the U.S. and Asia starting at the end of April. And ahead of Usher's return to Dolby Live for the first run of his My Way Las Vegas residency, the uh, eight-time Grammy winner has announced 15 new song dates in June and October of 2023. Uh, tickets for the new show will go on sale this Saturday, February 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Pre-sale tickets will be available starting on Wednesday today through for Feb- Friday, February 24th at 10 p.m. Pacific. Fans can text 404 404- 
737-1821 to join Usher Community and obtain the pre-sale access code. City Car members will have access to the exclusive pre-sale until Friday, February 24th at 10 p.m. Pacific. MGM Reward members, Live Nation, and Ticketmaster customers will receive access to a special pre-sale starting um Tomorrow, Thursday, February 23rd at 10 a.m. Pacific time until Friday, February 24th at 10 p.m. Pacific. And uh, uh, Three Six Mafia, Yellow Wolf, and Jelly Roll are hitting the road this summer. They announced a joint tour, which will also feature other artists earlier this week. The Nashville rappers shared a trailer on Instagram on Monday, February 20th to reveal the Backyard Baptism Tour in the video called DJ Paul, Juicy J, Yellow Wolf, Struggle, Jennings, and more to ask if they should hit the road together. And in another post, he shared flyers made for each artist and a flyer that lists the 44 tour dates. They'll begin their show on July 28th in South Haven, Mississippi, and make stops in Virginia Beach, Las Vegas, Dallas, and Salt Lake City before finishing up in Tampa, Florida on October 14th. Pre-sales for their tour begins tonight, oh no, this morning, actually, Wednesday, February 22nd, and followed by the normal public sale on Friday, February 24th at 10 a.m. Tickets can be purchased via JellyRoll615.com. That's JellyRoll615.com. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.